You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Well, in August, it was reported that South African banks have provided a cumulative 48.04 billion rand in financial relief and loan guarantees to South African businesses and individuals who've been financially distressed due to COVID-19 and the lockdown. Banks have offered uh, financial relief of 19.5 billion to individuals uh, and of just over 14 billion to commercial and uh, small and medium enterprises. Separately, roughly 16 billion rand in loans were extended by banks under the COVID-19 loan guarantee. Scheme, And since March of uh, this year, banks have offered payment breaks with a combined 33.5 billion rand to individuals and SMEs to help keep them afloat through this lockdown. And uh, it's clearly triggered fundamental shifts uh, in the market, in South Africa's housing market too, making a huge impact on bond rates and repayments. And considering this, one would uh, probably not help but wonder what does the future of home loans in South Africa look like? To answer this question, we've invited Stephen Barker, who's the head of lending products at Standard Bank to share his insights. Good evening, Stephen. Good evening, Michael. Good to be with you. Now, of the payment relief granted by Standard Bank, how much was for home loans and how many accounts does that translate to? It's quite difficult to sort of, when we sort of pin it down to exact numbers on the home loan, because we've treated this at at an overall customer level. But through this time, if we include everything, about 350,000 customers were offered some degree of relief and if we look at the associated balances to that, about you know, sort of about 118 odd billion rands worth of balances that were assisted at some particular you know sort of point. So that's a more holistic view of it. But obviously, for a large part of the consumers, then you know, sort of getting a, a little bit of whether it be one month payment break or three month payment break on their home loan was um, you know sort of quite a big uh, portion of it. And yeah, Standard Bank has uh, you know sort of made sure that we we could assist customers with payment relief. Um, we've done that. Thank goodness we're seeing a lot of people um, actually paying very nicely post those payment breaks. And I think that uh, that is uh, the the fundamental issue here is how is the market going to um, play out as we exit the lockdown? Uh, And we'll come back to that specifically uh, on what you're seeing on the home loan application side uh, after the news break and William standing by with the news. Welcome back to the show. I've got Stephen Barker, Head of Lending Products at Standard Bank on the line uh, and we're talking about uh, the various uh, relief uh, measures offered to the bank's uh, retail and commercial clients. Stephen, if you look at the quantum of applications that you received, uh, how many did you receive versus uh, those that you had to decline? Do, do you have those numbers? So Michael, very, on, on payment holidays, um, because of the mixture of the strategy where, obviously, there was, because we could start to see volumes were getting quite high, there were a whole bunch of clients that were off, offered payment breaks proactively. And so when we look at applications, actually a large part of, you know, the people that ultimately took up payment holidays were people that sort of, you know, we'd gone out to to sort of say, um, you know, we, we know times are tough. Would you like to take advantage of this? And so, you know, with that too, obviously our acceptance rate of the number of people that sort of responded to it, um, you know, was, was was quite high. And, you know, if we think about the criteria, we kept it fairly straightforward where anybody that had been, you know, pre-COVID lockdowns, had been making regular and good payments, mm. um, you know, that, that those those people would generally qualify, maybe barring a few rules. And the ones that we would have declined were where perhaps there was some pressure prior to um, particularly the lockdowns and, you know, sort of COVID. So acceptance rates in the payment holidays were high, but 
difficult for us to comment on acceptance rates and applications because a large part of where we assisted was uh, um, actually bank-initiated uh, right. versus waiting for clients to request. Right, uh, and obviously if you were already in bad standing, as you said, um, then uh, you wouldn't have fallen into that bucket. Can you just quantify the improvements in debt repayments uh, percentage-wise? What was it during the lockdown and, and what is it currently? Yeah, so I think if, if, if we look at it, and I think it's still, you know, some of this is still early days. We've still got some people that are on payment holidays working their, you know, sort of way through. But you, you, you're looking at well north of, you know, sort of 90% of people look like they're absolutely paying perfectly well post the payment, um, you know, sort of holiday, um, which is better than we sort of expected. Um, and if you sort of use normal, you know, sort of tighter criteria, minimum installments and all the rest might even be, you know, sort of slightly better. So we've noticed that that payment is fairly good. But I do think we've got to rely on the fact that, um, you know, interest rates have meant that, you know, installments are, are, are better. And in some pockets, we're definitely seeing uh, better payments. Um, although, you know, I suppose we'll come out to a point just now, what are we seeing in arrears and collections? But obviously, we can still see and we expect consumers to take, uh, you know, growing pressure with some of the economic pressure out there. Yeah. So we are seeing pressure on collections and our arrears levels. But interesting enough, particularly the payment holiday population, are looking fairly good. It's interesting to understand the the impact that the uh, interest rate decreases have had on appetite for, uh, in particular, big ticket items like uh, mortgages. Can can you firstly just quantify the COVID nineteen impact on bond applications, uh, and whether or not you're seeing an uptick in applications uh, for for new home loans? Uh, just anecdotally, chatting to an estate agent friend the other day, they've said they've they've seen a lot of activity and interest in the market over the last few months so i think it absolutely so if we were if we were having this discussion probably call it three months ago i might have said to you year on year we would have seen um you know that our actual application volumes were probably down about you know let's call it sort of 23 to 25 percent uh year on year Interesting, as I stand now, as almost the end of September, that year-on-year comparisons actually sees us up 23% year-on-year. So during the lockdown period, we definitely saw a slowdown. But interesting enough, we, didn't, we still saw some applications coming um, in and obviously sort of transactions that had been dealt through the uh, lockdown. But post, and I assume since, you know, level three, um, as things are around real estate have opened up, there's no doubt we've seen, um, you know, sort of good steady increase, um, you know, sort of in the volumes um, you know, of those, you know, and, and people's appetite. I think there's a couple of things driving it. Um, and we're going to have to still wait and see exactly what, um, you know, how the market sort of looks mm. as we go through each month. Well, you know. What is driving it, Stephen? Obviously, interest rates are going to drive it. So we're at multi-decade lows, 50-year lows in terms of interest rates. So what else do you see driving the interest at this stage? So I think up front, we were definitely dealing, um, there was a degree of pent-up demand. So, you know, I think there's no no doubt that there were some transactions that were sort of held off um, in a period of not doing anything. But I think, you know, you'd sort of expect that we started to see the back end of that. Um, I think the one that's very difficult to quantify is what is all this time with, you know, a lot more people actually working at home, living at home a lot more, meant to property, um, and it's difficult for us to, you know, sort of pin that beyond the anecdotal type evidence 
um, you know, that, 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 we, that we might have as a discussion between each other. But then to your particular point is we're definitely in a patch at the moment with interest rates where they are. Um, you brought out a lot of people that were in the rental market and they're now looking at it and saying, well, hold on, if I buy the property and I take out this bond, um, I'm going to be paying less on a monthly basis. So you're absolutely right that we, you know, it's, it's probably a combination of those, but I think the lower interest rates is probably starting to play more of a role um, you know, as, as, as we sit today. And that certainly ties in with what the uh, the Saab's uh, biannual monetary policy review said around what it expects to see, uh, a bit of a lagged uh, effect of those interest rate cuts. It was saying it expects uh, the, the full effects to really start coming in towards uh, the middle of next year. Would you go, align with, uh, go along with that as a, as a final comment? I, I, I do think so. I think... Um, we still we still watch the economy, and we do think that there's still some pressure in the consumer base sort of coming through. I think in housing we're starting to see that particular effect, but we'll have to see on many economic variables. So yeah, let's we, we absolutely you know would love to see some of the current conditions um, you know sort of continue. But I think we hear about the job loss, and there are some clouds in the horizon that that you know do we do watch out. And I think you know started by the bond instalment might be low now. But we also need to sort of do our bit to make sure that people are thinking about the, the bond instalment when interest rates start to climb again. Um, and so, yeah, there is some work that we obviously do to, 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 to make sure that people do have enough affordability to absorb some of those rate hikes in, 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 in time. So, yeah, let's, let's, let's hope we can see some of this, um, you know, this great activity and, um, you know, some buoyancy in the property market that we're seeing at the moment continue for a while. It, it certainly needs to continue for a while if we're going to see a consumer uh, rebound and uh, a consumer rebound so important for the SA Inc. story. Still 60% of GDP in South Africa driven by the South African consumer. It's a confidence issue. It's a personal balance sheet issue. Uh, but certainly there are a few small green shoots uh, that are starting to emerge. Stephen Barker, Head of Lending Products at Standard Bank.